things turn out the best, when we make the best of the way things turn out. Now for 7601, look on the bright side. Thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. Well, we'd like to share just a little humor, as I often do. The children were lined up in the cafeteria of a Catholic elementary school for lunch. And at the head of the table was a large pile of apples. The nun made a note and posted it on the apple tray saying, take only one, God is watching. Moving further along the lunch line at the other end of the table was a large pile of chocolate chip cookies. A child had written a note saying, take all you want, God is watching the apples. Open your Bible, if you will, to the book of 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and I'd like to just share a couple of scriptures there, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and I'd like to look at verse 8 and 9, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 and 9. When you get there, say amen, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 and 9. Let's read them together there in unison. Ready? Read. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Notice in each potentially negative statement, he concludes it with a positive outlook. And I just want to use as a subject today, look on the bright side. Look on the bright side. Turn to your neighbor and say, look on the bright side. Look on the bright side. I believe one of the secrets to a victorious life like the one the Apostle Paul lived, a victorious and inspiring life, one of the secrets is the ability to see the bright side in potentially negative circumstances. Otherwise, we become defeated and demoralized, depressed, and negative when contrary things happen to us in life. Your outlook determines your outcome. Your outlook determines your outcome. Say that with me. Your outlook determines your outcome. And so the devil, he wants to keep you looking at your past and he wants to keep you looking at the bad things in your present to keep your eyes off the good things in your future. And so we want to look on the bright side. We want to look on the bright side. Now, there are two little words I want you to notice is there in just about all of these sentences that we just read. And those two words are but not. Notice he says we're cast down but not destroyed. He says we're persecuted but not forsaken. And he goes on with the but nots. We are perplexed but not in despair. And I think all of us at some point in our lives will have occasion for a but not moment. You know, we might have lost our job, but I am but not without a provider. You know, you might have been diagnosed with a condition or diagnosed with cancer, but not without a healer. 
And so you're going to have that opportunity to just remember like the Apostle Paul to have a but not. Tell your neighbor, say, have a but not moment in life. Have a but not moment in life. This passage says to us, you know, when it really spoke to my heart, it really says to us to endeavor to have a great attitude and a great spirit. Turn to your neighbor and say, have a great attitude and a great spirit. Have a, I mean, that'll take you a long way in life. If you just learn to roll with the punches, have a great attitude and a great spirit. The Apostle Paul had such a wonderful attitude and such a great spirit. Who else could be in jail up to your waist in waste material as the sewage system ran through the prison system of that day? And yet he would say, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Have a great attitude and a great spirit. It'll carry you a long way in life. I learned this little word from my wife. She was teaching our kids one day. I think this was one of their vocabulary words one day. And, and the word is indomitable. Everybody say indomitable. Indomitable. And I heard my wife telling our kids that you have an indomitable spirit. You have an indomitable spirit. Now, this was years ago. This is probably 10 years ago, but that word never left me. I always remember that. Turn to your neighbor and say, you have an indomitable spirit. You have an indomitable, indomitable spirit. Let me tell you what indomitable means. It means impossible to defeat, incapable of being overcome, unbeatable, unyielding, unflinching, unconquerable. Now say it again. Turn to your name and say, you have an indomitable spirit. You have an indomitable spirit. Folks, there's something in us. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, that God always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. There's something undefeatable. There's something unbeatable. There's something unconquerable. I guess that's where I get my little feistiness on the basketball court from. <laughs> I have an indomitable spirit. <laughs> One of my nephews came over to my house yesterday, and he brought a friend with him. And he said, now, I got to warn you about my Uncle Charles. He talks a lot of junk. <laughs> I said, I don't talk a lot of junk. I just have an indomitable spirit. <laughs> I am unconquerable. I am unbeatable. I am unflinching. Eric, sit down upstairs. <laughs> Have a great attitude and have a great spirit. Have a great attitude and a great spirit. It'll carry you a long way in life. I like, I love Thomas Edison, the great inventor, when his factories were on fire. They caught a blaze and he was there gathered outside. First thing he said to his kids was, he said, go get your mother because she'll never see another fire like this again. <laughs> and then he turned to everybody else who was all of his workers and who were there. He said, isn't it wonderful that all of our mistakes are being burnt up? We get to start over afresh. Isn't that wonderful? What a great attitude. What a great spirit. What a great spirit. What a great spirit. John Wooden said things turn out the best when we make the best of the way things turn out. Things turn out the best when we make the best of the way things turn out. So looking on the bright side is finding the good in everything and everyone. 
Finding the good in everything and everyone. There is always something of value and worth in every person. There's always something of value and worth in every person. There's always something to admire in every person. It can even be a wino on the street. I have been blown away sometimes by the gift of God, the wisdom of God that even can come out of a wino on the street. And I recognize, I don't belittle anyone because I recognize there's always something of value and worth in every person. There's always something to admire in every person. Always something to admire in every person. I remember talking with a resident homeless gentleman who is outside of our church all the time and he pulled me as he often does as I'm on the way to my car. He pulled me to the side one day and he said, Pastor, have you ever thought about all of these people that are jogging And he said, you know, they're so concerned for their physical body, which is but for a moment. And he said, I wonder if they're making any preparation for their eternal lives that are forever. You know, I had to stop and ponder that. I recognize the wisdom of God there. So there's always something to admire in every person. Turn your name and say, there's always something to admire. There's always something to admire In every person, that was a husband and a wife. They were in their bedroom and the wife had got up into the mirror and she was looking at herself and she said, I am fat. She said, I am old. And she said, I look horrible. And she said to her husband, you need to give me a compliment. (laughs) He said, you have perfect eyesight. There's always something to admire in every person. There's always something to admire in every person. There's always something of value. There's always worth in every person. You just have to look for it. There's something of value in every person. There's something good in every experience. You have to look for it. You have to discover it. That was a young man. And his friend noticed that he always walked around looking down. Even when he rode his bicycle, he was looking down. So his friend finally asked me, he said, why are you always looking down? He said, I'm looking for money. And he said, without fail, I find money every day. Whether it's a coin or a bill, he said, I find some money every day. And I'm not telling you to go around looking down, but I am telling you the principle is you find what you're looking for. You find what you are looking for. And so we have to find and look for the good in every person. Look for the good in every situation. Look on the bright side. Look on the bright side. If you look for it, you will find it. There's always something good in every experience. There's always something good in every person. If you look hard enough, you will find what you are looking for. Turn your name and say, look on the bright side. Look on the bright side. Look on the bright side. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 that Jesus endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. That lets me know Jesus looked on the bright side. Now here he was going through the excruciating pain of being whipped, beaten, 
having crowns pressed down into his skull. Before even that began, the Bible says he sweated great drops of blood in the Garden of Gethsemane, just going through the agony, feeling the separation from God, being ridiculed and accused. And he suffered this excruciating experience of the cross. But the Bible says even Jesus was able to endure that because of the joy that was set before him. In other words, he was still looking on the bright side. Well, let me tell you what he saw. On the bright side, he saw one day that you and I wouldn't have to go to hell. We wouldn't have to live in our sins, that we would be reconciled to the Father. We would have relationship with him and be adopted into the family. He realized that one day he would have a name above every name. And every knee one day would bow and confess that Jesus is Lord. He realized that he would be once again restored and seated on the right hand of the Father. That was the joy that was before him. He saw that we would no longer be under the authority of the devil any longer. He knew that we would be children of the most high God. We would be washed in his blood and filled with his spirit. We would be just like him. He would... And so that was a joy. That was the joy. Jesus was looking on the bright side. He was looking on the bright side, and that's what allowed him to endure the excruciating pain of the cross. Turn to your neighbor and say, look on the bright side. 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 Now, some of you might say, well, my situation is so dark, there is no bright side. I'm glad you said that because... The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, that God is light. In him is no darkness at all. And then it goes on to say, walk in the light as he is in the light. God is the light. So if your situation is dark, well, you need to run to the light. He is the light. That's how you look on the bright side. Run to the light. Run to the light. God is the light. God is the light. He'll bring light into your situation when you trust him and pray to him and run to him. Put your life in his hand. That's how you look on the bright side. In other words, see your situation from God's perspective. That's looking on the bright side because God is light. See it from God's perspective. Look at it through the eyes of Christ. Have the vision of God. Now, if that's not enough, the Bible says, Psalms 119, verse 130, it says that the entrance of his word giveth light. And so if your situation is still dark, well, that means you need to get his word in and in on the situation. Because that'll bring light. That'll bring light. And then you can look on the bright side. See what the word has to say. Start thinking in line with the word. Start speaking in line with the word. Start believing in line with the word. And before you know it, you're looking on the bright side. Because you're going to be talking just like the word. And God is light. His word brings light. His word brings light. Some of you have been in such darkness because you haven't brought light into the situation. Look on the bright side. Turn to your neighbor and say, look on the bright side. 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 I never forget a story that I heard from Cindy Harrison. She's the wife of Bob Harrison. 
And she said she had reached a point in her life where their marriage was dead. And she said she went into her bedroom and fell on her knees and cried out to God and said, God, what do I do? I don't love him anymore. And she said God responded to her and said, Cindy, I can restore the love you used to have for your husband. And then she said a scripture rose up in her heart, Philippians 4, 8. Think on these things, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, if there be any virtue in it, if there be any praise, think on these things things. In other words, look at the bright side. Look at the bright side. And so she said out of that verse, Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, two words came out of that verse. Good report. Whatever's of good report, that's what you should be thinking on. Whatever's of good report. And she said she took a piece of her notebook and wrote at the top, my husband's good report list. And she began to write down every positive quality that she can think of about her husband. She began to write down every positive trait, everything that was good about him. And before long, she had a long list. And she said every day she added to that list. And every day she, and she said she read that list every morning and every night. She thought about that list throughout the day. She said over the process of time, she started looking at this long list. She realized her husband wasn't that bad after all. She started looking on the bright side. She realized that what she had been doing, she had become negative over the years in her response to him. And she responded to his negativity with a negative spirit. But what God had, had charged her to do was to respond to his negativity with a positive spirit, looking at the bright side. And when she did that, when she changed her thinking about her husband, her feelings changed toward her husband. Long story short, short, she, she was able to reconcile with her husband and they lived a beautiful life. She said they lived in love for the rest of their lives some 30, 40 years later, just as happy and fulfilled, had five children, a van full of grandkids, just as happy as they can be. But it all became, all changed because she decided to look on the bright side. Tell your neighbor, say, look on the bright side. Look on the bright side. Look on the bright side. Folks, you're children of light. You're children of light. Walk in the light as he is in the light. Look on the bright side. Look on the bright side. A child of God is never defeated. A child of God is never depressed because we're always looking on the bright side. We know God always has our back. We know God always redeems every situation. We know God is always working all things for our good because we love him and we're called according to his purpose. We know that. We know that. And so because of that, we're able to look on the bright side. We always have a great attitude. We always have a great spirit because we're constantly looking on the bright side. I'm not thinking about my past failures and my past mistakes. No, I'm thinking about every good thing that God has put in me. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about how much he loves me. I'm thinking about how much he has in store for me. I'm thinking about the plan of God for my life that he has for me. Look on the bright side. Turn there and say, look on the bright side. 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 There's something the Apostle Paul said that was powerful. He said, he said, these things, this is in Philippians chapter 1, verse 12. He said, these things have happened to me for the furtherance of the gospel. He was talking about all the imprisonments that had happened to him, things that looked bad, 
But he put a spin on them. He said, they weren't bad. These things have happened to me for the furtherance of the gospel. In other words, he was saying, I had to be in prison because I ministered to the prisoners. I ministered to the guards. I became a light in the prison house. I turned the prison house into a worship house. And so he's saying God's will, God's ministry was furthered because these things happened to me. And so he realized that somebody else's life was touched, hearts were changed, somebody could be reached because of what had happened to him. He realized that he could make a much stronger impact because of what had happened to him. Somebody needs what you have. Somebody needs what you have. Maybe you have gone through an experience and that experience was not to hurt you, but it was because somebody will need your testimony. Somebody will need your advice. Somebody will need your wisdom. Somebody will need your encouragement. And so the bright side sometimes is not about us, but it's about what we can do for others. That's looking on the bright side. When you look at your situation that these things have happened to me, maybe so that I can be a further blessing to somebody else who's going to have to go this way. We have some people in this congregation who have survived cancer. And I told them, I said, I just love your spirit. I love your attitude. I said, because there are going to be some other people that get cancer. And you're going to have to teach them. You're going to tell them how to make it. You're going to give encouragement to them. Your life is going to inspire them. So a lot of times things happen to us, not for us, but so that we can further the road for somebody else. That's looking on the bright side. That's looking on the bright side. I'm going to give you these three things and I'm done. I realize that some things happen to us. Number one, for God to get the glory. There are some things that happen in your life strictly for God to get the glory. It has nothing to do with you at all. God wants the glory. God wants the glory. There was a blind man and the disciples asked Jesus. They said, Jesus, who sinned, this man or his parents? Jesus said, neither. This man is born this way for the glory of God so that God's power might be made manifest in his life. That's, in fact, that's number two. Number two, for God to demonstrate his power in you. Some things happen in your life for God to get the glory. Number two, for God to demonstrate his power in you. And number three, to help inspire others in their faith and in their Christian walk. So sometimes things happen to you for either of those three reasons, for God to get the glory, for God to show his power strong in your life, or simply for you to reach others, inspire others with your testimony, with your counsel, and with your guidance. So if you're going through something, look on the bright side. God will use it. God will not allow you to lose any experience. God will not waste any pain. He won't waste any hurt that you go through. Over in the Gospel of John, after Jesus did the multiplication of fish and loaves, he told the disciples after everyone had eaten, he said, pick up the fragments so that nothing is lost. God will not lose or waste anything that has happened to you in your life. Every hurt, every pain, every experience you've been through. Jesus said, gather the fragments. It won't be wasted. It won't be wasted. I'll use this in their ministry to the world. I'll use this in their ministry to others. I'll use this for God to get the glory. I'll use this for God to demonstrate his power in their lives. Praise God. Folks, look on the bright side. I'm out of time.
Those of you who are watching by television, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this message in its entirety. Look on the bright side, absolutely free of charge. You can also email it to a friend. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was the message titled, Look on the Bright Side, by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7601. That's 7601 to listen to over a thousand free messages or to send this message number 7601 to a friend. Go to brothersoftheword.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because, brother, you need the word. Oh, brothers of the word.